Hello and welcome to Offbeat Grad. My name is Sam and it is Thursday. I love how I always tell you guys what day it is. Um, I'm sure that's really confusing if you listen to this after the fact, which you obviously could. Anyway, um, it's Thursday. Um, I'm recording this actually on Wednesday. Um, shocker. And it is currently 8 p.m. Um, so this is very, very last minute. Um, I had a very long day today. Um, I started working at like 11. Usually I start working by 10.30. I wake up at 9 and then I dawdle somehow for an hour and a half. But today I was like, you know what? I deserve Starbucks. Don't know why I thought this, but I did. So I went and got Starbucks and then I was like, now it's 11. I should start working. So you're probably wondering if I actually started working and the clear answer is no. Um, <laughs> I was about to and then I'm actually planning a pretty large move in May, which is funny and ironic because I just moved, but that's just the lifestyle that I lead. And um, I will share more info about that soon, but generally the gist of it is I'm moving very far away to an area that I'm not that familiar with um, at all. <laughs> very smart of me. So I need to visit said area to like understand what's happening and like understand where I wanna live, you know? So I had to, I've been obsessively researching flights for like the past month and I've been having no luck. And then today, per, by accident, I found like the most amazing deal. And so I spiraled out of control and I was like, gotta get it now. And so I did and I feel happy about it. But then I obviously needed to plan the rest of my trip. So I spent two hours today <laughs> getting hotels, um, a rental car, making accommodations for my dog. Like I did all of this in the middle of the day. And then I was so excited because it was just like a fun, exciting step towards the move. Like I've been planning for this move for like literally a year. And this was the first step that like I've actually been able to take because I've just been like holding off until it was closer. And now it's really close. And I was like, now is the time I got to go visit. And so I finally did. Finally, I mean, I didn't, but I mean, I planned it. And so that was that was exciting and I was living for it. So um, that got me super hyped. And then I like did everything except work until like three ish and then i i didn't have too much to do today thank god um and i got through everything and i did a little bit extra so that thursday will be a little less hectic and then friday i'm probably gonna take a half day because it's valentine's day happy valentine's day everyone and i don't want to um i just don't want to spend the entire day working because my boyfriend has the day off and i was like that's cute we can like go do something fun also i have to go take my dog to the vet so that'll be exciting and so i just didn't want to spend the whole day working um so i'll probably work only a few hours so that's the info nobody cared about about my life um thanks for listening anyway Today, this has been a very long intro where I told you nothing about the podcast. Today, I wanted to go through the process of working with a client because I wish I had this information when I started and I honestly didn't even nail this down until very recently. Um, I've been faking it, <laughs> like fake it till you make it with all of my clients since like the dawn of time and I having to force myself to write down a strategy 
in this podcast has really, really helped me um, because I wasn't sure what the heck was going on and I was just making it up. And then I finally was like, maybe I should look into this. So I did. And thank God I wasn't completely making it up. Like it was pretty on par with what other freelancers are doing. And I thought that would be a really interesting thing to talk about. So if you were ever thinking of working with a client or working with someone through your blog, you know what the heck you're doing and you can <laughs> do so with confidence because the last time I did this like a month ago, I was negotiating, um, it was with the same client, but it was a new project. And I was like, she kept being like, this is how you do it with your other clients, right? And I was like, uh, <laughs> sure, because everything's always different. And I was just like, uh, I don't know what being professional means. And I just say nonsense. And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> It definitely is um, me making it up. But anyway, so we're going to talk about this. And I'm going to stop rambling now and just get into it. So first of all, there are things you have to do before you even agree to work on a project. So this is honestly the, the worst part of the whole thing. Like for me, at least, I hate going back and forth. I hate negotiating. I would rather just work. I feel like that's the better use of my time. But anyway, this is sometimes the longest part of the process, depending on what you're doing. But anyway, before you even begin to work with a client, you need to first discuss the project idea. So like, what do they even want? Next, discuss your their goals, not your goals. No one cares about your goals. Their goals. So what I mean by their goals are like, what are they hoping to achieve? So in my case, um, let's say it's social media management. Their goal is to have like a very active, engaged social media following. Great. That's a real goal. I understand what we're trying to do here. Or in the case of a blog post, like their goal is to maybe um, educate their readers about the specific tool they have. Great. That's a clear goal. We can do this now. That makes sense. Um, for graphic design, maybe their goal is to like create a logo that they can use on their website. Great. Clear. We love it. Um, you want it to be clear at least. So if they don't have a specific goal in mind, I would really encourage them to think of it or help them create a goal. Not like anything complex, but you could be like, oh, you want, um, you want a special social media post. So maybe is the point of this to help you drive traffic to your website? Um, just like suss it out like that. Like they might just need you to put, put it into words because a lot of business owners are busy with other parts of their business. They don't have time to devote to things like marketing or graphic design or <laughs> website design or whatever. And sometimes they're going to rely on your expertise. So show them that you know what the heck you're doing by telling them <laughs> some potential goals and helping them figure that out. Next, this is the most important, <laughs> confirm your rate and the scope of the project. So rate here could mean hourly, it could be a fixed price, you could be on a retainer, could be price per word or price per like milestone, um, whatever you choose, make sure you're comfortable with it and make sure it is tied very tightly to the scope of the project. So that doesn't mean that you're going to write two blog posts, $100 each, and then they're going to start throwing in social media posts attached to this um, without changing the rate. Like you need to be very clear. Um, sometimes this is something you can write into a contract. I have a ep whole episode on that. But um, generally just really talk to them about it. Um, be as blunt as possible. So like in my case, um, I do social media management. As I said, um, I was very clear at the beginning that I will charge hourly and that worked best since it will, <laughs> the scope doesn't matter so much in that case because if it grows, that's perfectly fine. I have my rate already built in and that doesn't affect it. But on the other hand, for some of their other projects, I will manage like for other clients, I will do 
um, content creation and I charge per word, but occasionally I do charge per project. So in that case, I would specifically outline, I will write this post between 1,000 and 1,200 words. Um, it comes with one Facebook post or something like that, if that is something that's relevant. Um, and I would be very clear if it did or did not come with social media posts or like if I needed to include photos or like what is expected of me. That's what I want to know before I start so that I can give a price that is very representative, representative, hello, of my actual work that is needed. So before you even start working, you need to know the scope of the project, the length of the work or like the size of the work, depending on whatever it is. If it's graphic design, you might need to know specific sizes. If it's a website, you might need to know like how many pages do they need, whatever. Get specific. Next, style guide or notes. So a style guide could apply to both writing or also graphic design or any kind of design project. Also any notes they have, like what are they trying to do? Have they given you anything special to think about? Your expectations, what do they expect from you? Like what do they expect you to deliver? Whether it's like two blog posts or three, I don't know, graphic files, whatever. These are the expectations. Deadline, this is important. When do they need it by? Um, if they want it really quick, you might be able to charge more. Um, if they want it really fast, sometimes it helps if you let them know that you can get a draft to them pretty quickly. So if you're like, oh, I don't know that I can fit a final draft, but I can definitely send you a first draft or an outline or a sample by Friday or something like that, that could help the client um, get some more perspective on how long it takes to do things. Um, but don't be afraid to be honest if you don't have enough time for something or if you need extra time, just let them know that you really want your work to be high quality and you know how long it takes you to do things well and you don't want to feel like you have to rush. I've never had a client <laughs> get upset with me saying that and I, if you do, then, then you probably don't have a good client, but it's just something to keep in mind. Then before you get started, you also need to know how you contact them. And what I mean by this is like, you are you might have questions that pop up in the middle of this project. You might not, but you probably will. And if you do, then how will you contact them? So do they like to be contacted by Slack message? I've had so many clients just like introduce Slack to me all of a sudden. And it's honestly not my favorite, but it's not the end of the world either. It is really fast and I appreciate that. Um, some like email, some might ask you to text them, which is rare, and I don't really recommend giving your phone number. You could always use a Google um, business number, which I actually have that. Um, but occasionally I have texted clients, um, only in one instance, it's when one was on vacation and she told me I was totally cool texting her if I had a question. Um, if <laughs> I wouldn't text any client unless they give you permission to do so. Um, but sometimes clients will uh, will want to be reached this way and that's completely valid. So just make sure you know how to get a hold of them in case you have a question. Next, make sure you know how you're going to be paid before you get started. So before I get started on a project, this is either covered in PayPal or I will just flat out ask. I will say, great, this all sounds great. Um, how do you handle your payments? Because a lot of companies have their own systems. If they don't, you can totally recommend your own. You could invoice them through email, through <laughs> Google Drive. You could email them through PayPal. I personally do this. Um, I've heard a lot of freelancers are against PayPal, but I've personally never had an issue with it. Um, if it becomes an issue, I will let you know. But so far, so good. Um, 
definitely have an invoicing system in mind. There are a lot of free invoicing tools. You don't need anything fancy. You don't feel like you need to sign up for any services. Uh, most clients are familiar with PayPal, so that's usually the easiest way, if, unless you have like another tried and true method. But um, PayPal is my favorite. Otherwise, the company themselves, especially if it's a bigger company, they might have a payroll department, they might have their own method for paying out invoices, whatever it is, just ask them. And then for some companies, I have had this be a thing. They want to get paid or they want to pay you on a certain timeline that <laughs> aligns with their accounting. So for one client, I get paid bi-weekly. Um, she has me invoice her every Friday. For others, I get paid immediately. When I finish the project, I will invoice them. And for others, they pay me monthly on the day that their payroll sends invoice payments. Um, completely varies. It's up to you. You might want to charge some kind of deposit, especially if it's your first time working with someone, um, which you would do upfront. So that's completely up to you. I do recommend that, especially for larger projects, if you don't have any sort of acquaintance or any way that you know them and trust them that they're actually going to pay you. But ultimately, it's up to you how you decide to process payments and invoices. So figure that out before you get started so you're not caught off guard. Last but not least, before you work with a client, make sure you have a contract. I have a whole episode on that, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. But having a contract is a really great way to just make sure that everyone's on the same page and there's no questions left over. So that was the complicated part. You can see why the process of working with a client is the most work heavy before you even start working with them, which is insane, but it's just the truth. So when I'm working with a client, the, the next thing I do is actually do the work. Um, it could take a few days. It could take a few hours. It depends on the project. Then I will submit the work. Usually it depends. Um, I submit a lot of work through Trello, but I think that's mostly a content writing thing. Um, for some clients, they trust me to just publish the work for them, and I, I do that um, either on their website or social media or whatever. It depends on the client. And then sometimes I email them or Slack message them, whatever. So once again, you know how to contact them because you've already talked about this. So you will contact them through that. You'll let them know the work is done and you let them know that you're open to any edits. Once again, edits are something you probably should have talked about in the early process. But if you didn't, feel free to say it now. Be like, I'm open to edits. Um, my, I will do three revisions, whatever, whatever. So then if they send you edits, work on them, go back and forth, whatever. Um, eventually, you're going to finalize your work, which is nice, and that's when you've done everything right and it's time to close up shop. So once you get a confirmation that it's good to go, it's time to send your invoice as long as that's <laughs> what you've agreed upon. Um, so after you send your invoice, which should be professional looking, you need your nothing crazy. PayPal lets you customize your invoices and mine are pretty cool looking, but um, you should just basically have your email address, your contact info, and then I try to specifically lay out the work I did for them within the invoice. Um, PayPal doesn't have a lot of room to do this, so sometimes I'll link to it. There's like an additional information section, and I will link to like a timesheet or something like that to just make it more clear if the client like really wants to know what I did. But I don't usually work hourly, so that doesn't usually apply. But if I did, I would do that. And then <laughs> after this, you will talk to the client. You might agree to work with them again, which is great. Or you might not need be needed anymore, which is also fine. And if you aren't needed anymore, I would highly encourage you to ask for a testimonial. And why you should ask for it right now is because your experience is so fresh for the client 
and this is when they're gonna have the most to say hopefully positive things if you got paid then it's probably a positive um but having those testimonials while they're while they're hot like this is the best time instead of waiting several months and then being like oh darn i need a testimonial and then you have to reach out and i mean that's fine but at the same time you want to get it in its prime so to speak so i would conclude my experience with a client by being like thank you for working with me um this was a really great project i would love if you could send me a few words about your experience so that i could use it on my portfolio that's fine nothing complicated um and don't expect them to send you like a fully full three-page summary of your experience probably not going to happen but um, ask them if you could link to your work, if you could use them in your portfolio, if you could um, use a quote from them about your experience, whatever works for you. And that is the entire process of working with a client from start to finish. As I said before, the negotiation part is definitely the hardest part, and it's also the most intimidating, but it's something that you'll get more comfortable with as you do it. I used to be terrified, I still am if I'm being honest, but it is much easier now I'm much more confident saying no or setting clear boundaries or actually like trying to get paid what I think I deserve. So that is a happy ending for everyone. And I hope that this helped you if you're planning on working with a client anytime soon or if not, if it just is interesting, I don't know. But thank you for listening. I'm going to go make some dinner because it's 8 p.m. and I am hungry. Um, I only eat a granola bar and some Starbucks, as I said. And I'm going to go cook something. I don't know what. <laughs> but anyway, follow along with me on Instagram for my work with me well, Thursdays. I almost said Wednesday as if I would rhyme or do something that clever. Um, on Thursdays, I do work with me's and they're really fun. And you can follow along with my daily schedule, which is chaotic, as you might imagine. But anyway, I hope you have a very productive week and I will talk to you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.